Hi everyone, I'm Emily. I'm the Regional Manager for Sub-Saharan Africa. Hi everyone, my name is Ron Peter and I'm the International Officer for the Sub-Saharan Region. Hi everyone, I'm Blessing. I'm the Country Manager for the University of Aberdeen and I'm based in Nigeria. Welcome to our University of Aberdeen West Africa podcast series. We're going to talk about lots of relevant and interesting topics which we hope you find useful. Join us for this week's episode. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's West Africa podcast series. We're very lucky to be joined by the lovely Martina Chukuma Ezike today. Martina has just been um, posted in the position of the rector at the University of Aberdeen and she is from West Africa, so we're really looking forward to getting her perspective. So let's kick off today's podcast. Martina, would you like to introduce yourself? Um, thank you so much for having me, Emily, Blessing and Ron. So I'm very pleased to be here and to share my views of um, what I think being an African and being a student once and now working within the university um, as the Lord Rector. So first of all, I want to talk to Blessing. Um, I haven't actually managed to meet someone from the very part of Nigeria where I originally come from. So seeing Blessing here is like a bonus. So thank you so much for inviting me. And Blessing, where did you say you were from in Krasivar again? So I'm from Abi. It's um, a popular place because one of the governors, one of the previous governors from Cross River State is from my local government. So um, it's a cool place. Okay, and I think that's Senator. <laughs> Senator yes. Yes, that is Senator. Yes. Yes, a handsome one at that. Excellent. And um I'm sure you know that people <laughs> from our <laughs> people from our end are very friendly. So I'm really pleased to well. yes, to meet with you. <laughs> and um hopefully when I visit Aberdeen we can also get to, to meet in person. That would be nice. You'll be very welcome. Please. Right. And I'll make sure you come to my house, not just uh, coming to Aberdeen. And just to add, um, Governor Lealimoke is a family friend, so he's somebody I know very well, and he was a great governor. So not that he's handsome, he is <laughs> very good at being um, a leader, so yes, I'm delighted. And sorry to add, where in Abid you come from? Okay, from Adadama. So that's like a smaller place to where um, Governor Liel is from. You know he's from Itigiri. Okay. So that's like the, yes, the headquarters of yes yeah. of, of the local government. Yes, so that's it. So lovely to meet you I'm again. I'm very pleased to meet you. <laughs> I am so happy to meet you, Blessing. And after the podcast, we'll meet off the podcast so that yes, we can please. talk more about being Nigerian. So yeah, I'm very pleased. Okay. I'm Thank so you. glad already that this podcast is connecting people. That is the whole point of this podcast, to um, reduce barriers and to connect West Africans to Scotland. So already um, five minutes into the podcast, we've done that. So job done for today, guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we are very excited to have you here, Martina. So I yeah, blessing you said something. Yes, I was going to ask. So um, what prompted your journey from, you know, cross river states and then, you know, traveling to the UK? Was it because of um, school or you had, you know, other plans around, you know, traveling from cross river, leaving Nigeria and going to the UK? 
University of Aberdeen brought me to Scotland. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, um, I I used to work in the oil and gas, so I needed to do an MBA um, for career progression and um, more financial gains. So that was the um, the plan. And I did apply for admission in a few schools, so Scotland, um, in the US, in Canada, and I got admitted in all. I was offered. But why I came to Aberdeen was just because of the exceptional customer service I had received from a member of staff within the business school. So her name That's is Nikki good. Duncan. Um, I did um, interact with other admission officers, but she stood out because she made me feel welcome, even though I wasn't physically in Aberdeen, you know, and she gave me the assurance that the university was supportive and that went through even the conversations we had if i asked any questions she went the extra mile to ensure i had everything i needed in terms of support um you know even up to having to ask you know what i need to get my admission letter in plenty of time so i can apply for my visa and arrive on time and she didn't just stop there she even assured me she said you know what you're an international student when you arrive at Bidin, do you want me to come to the airport to pick you so oh, wow, me, that was so that nice. Was, that was beyond her job, you know. And even though I said, no, don't worry, I'll be fine. I'll find my way to school. And she did say, you know what? Come into the business school. Once you come in, the first office on your right, I'll be there waiting to give you a massive hug. Huh. What could be that? <laughs> you know, so automatically, Aberdeen was my destination because I just knew that there were people at the other side of the world who had, you know, open arms who were very receptive and i thought where better else to study than the university that the staff are always supportive you know so that was why i chose aberdeen and she did not falter the very first day i walked into the business school nikki was there <laughs> with a big smile and with a big hug you know until date we are still friends you know because oh, she was good. my first line of support and she's been ever since so yeah i came to oh. aberdeen because of one their staff were super supportive. Well, that's that's so great. That's super. Yes. Wow. An interesting yeah. one. And obviously, you came because you said that you wanted to kind of propel your career forward. Now that you are in Aberdeen, is that still your plan? Or having been immersed in our environment for so long and learning what the culture of Aberdeen is like, what what are your future plans? Um, I'm now from Aberdeen, so my future is in Aberdeen, obviously. Um, I graduated in 2009, and my, my plan didn't go as I had thought, because I ended up staying, and that happened because, obviously, um, I had a change in career completely, so I went from working in the oil and gas to working in the top sector, which is a charitable sector. You know, so and being in the job that I do, I love my job in that every day I save lives and annually we save well over 14,000 lives. So what could be better, you know, helping people with asthma be able to breathe, um, manage their asthma and prevent avoidable death. So, yes, I don't see my future anywhere else. Um, I'm in Aberdeen and I love it. So Aberdeen is home to me. 
Could you maybe elaborate more on your current role just now, just so that our listeners kind of can piece together your journey um, so that they really understand what you're doing now? Okay, so I came in to study an MBA in 2008. I graduated in 2009. But instead of going back to Nigeria as I had planned, I stayed back because then I founded the asthma charity, um, the Asthma Analogy Foundation, which is Scotland's only dedicated asthma charity. The reason that happened was because of my personal journey of being asthmatic myself and having struggled to cope with the condition. And when I went seeking for support, I found that, that there was more to managing asthma than just inhalers. And in doing that, I started supporting other families and their children. And what started like a support group actually grew into an organization. And over a decade now, like I did say, we now support 14,000 people. So my job is the chief executive of Asthma and Allergy Foundation. So I work with my colleagues in Aberdeen, Glasgow and Edinburgh to continue to support people with asthma. And being the university rector is another hat I've had to put on because um, starting an organization, obviously, being somebody who is not from here originally, so I had a lot of support from my university, largely my lecturers who were great in marketing, um, business development, international business, and obviously my happy, helpful Nikki who was always there on hand, you know, so I tapped into that resources and that network, um, and primarily I succeeded because I had the right sort of support, despite the fact that I wasn't from here. So people in the community um, keyed in behind the vision to ensure I succeeded. And also starting a business without huge money in the bank meant I needed people and not having the money to be able to pay them. So I tapped into the resources of students. So having students volunteer to support the work that we were doing while gaining experience so I established that relationship earlier on with the university and that you know, extended all through the years. It's almost 13, 14 years now and the relationship hasn't ended. So I have been a part of the university and the university has also been a huge part of the work that we do at Asthma and Allergy Foundation. That seems amazing. Ron, do you have any questions you want to jump in with? Thanks, Emily. So, Martina, it's so nice to hear about the Asthma and Allergy Foundation that you're running. Could you please let our listeners know more about the rector role? Um, thank you, Ron. So, um, I have always been a part of the university. You know, I always say when I graduated, I didn't leave. I graduated in that I wasn't a student but I still remain a part of the community because I was always coming in like almost every month I was within the university either to talk to students because I was doing mentoring and career advice for young students who needed advice on their career path and also um, the volunteers I work with who are some of the medical students so I was always here and I took an interest in the university not because of anything else but that I gained a lot from the university. I came in to get a degree, but I got even much more. I got um, support, both from lecturers and students alike. I got a place where I could go to if I needed direction, I needed cheering on, I needed somebody to have a coffee, 
or somebody who understood where I was coming from. So it was a place where I found ready help, you know. And also, I always say that studying at the University of Aberdeen is one of the best decisions I ever made, you know, because I came in to study an MBA and all the things I learned, the course outline was fantastic. Um, the lecturers, the course, um, the delivering was great. And all the things I learned within the university, you know, business management, marketing, um, presentation skills, because we did a lot of presentation. And even during the summer school, we did a lot of um, marketing simulation game, how to build a product, how to market a product. So I took all that hands-on experience from the university into the business that I started. And that really helped. So for me, the university gave me so much. And it was only natural that I came back and gave my quota by supporting the students and mentoring and guiding them so they could be better you know so yes i've always been a part and i took an interest beyond that to even attending the university annual general council meeting if the university needed to do anything i go involved and i ensure my voice was very strong i was passionate about my university you know because obviously um the university of Aberdeen is more like an extension of my surname Whenever I'm being introduced, it's always Martin Achikuma Ezeke, a graduate of the University of Aberdeen. You know, so if the university did better, it means I did better because that was my reputation as well. You know, so when the um, oppos uh, position came in for the role of a rector, um, someone contacted me within the university to say, look, you have been very well um, engaged with the university. So... We don't have a rector and they're about to um, open up. Do you think it's something you would be interested in? And I said, okay, so as rector, what would I be expected to do? I have a busy job already. You know, and they said, well, when they said all they needed to say, essentially, it all comes back to giving back to my university community. I said, well, if that is the only way I can come back and save my university, why not? So I came in, stood for the elections, and thankfully I won. That's amazing, Martina. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if the university wasn't nice to me, I won't come back. So they were nice. <laughs> they were supportive. So why not? I'm very pleased to be here. It's so nice That's to, good to hear, hear, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah amazing story. It's so nice story. to hear how passionate you are about helping um, future generations as well that are coming to the university to ensure that they also have a really wonderful experience. That's great. Absolutely, yeah. So what kind of, could you maybe go into a little bit more detail about giving back? What, what's kind of expected of the rector role? Does that mean that you have to attend events or charity things? Um, the role of a rector typically is to um, preside over the university court. So that's the senior leadership um, team where they meet. Um, typically it's a board of trustees, I would call it, for every, or for businesses, um, so my role is to preside over the university court and to ensure that as a university, obviously, we are doing that which we were set up to do. So meeting the charitable test, because the University of Aberdeen, obviously, is a charity in Scotland. And then my other role is to work with the University Student Association to ensure that consent raised by students are presented at the top level of leadership so that they are addressed. And essentially, I believe that every student Ha, um, has the um, opportunity to be supported and to thrive 
and when they come in here they should learn in the safe environment and achieve their degrees and whatever problems they have be they in their learning where they live or where they even socialize we ensure that they are all supported and my role as rector is to do that so if a student comes with any problem i ensure it's not just listened to but at least something is done to resolve that so and also i work with um, staff alike to support our students and like you did touch of events, yes, obviously, if an event is going on within the university, I'm always keen to get involved to support in the best way I can. Do you know something? It's so refreshing and so lovely to hear that you have had such a journey with the university. And I think for students listening to this, you're a real inspiration to them because the role of rector is seriously important and a real leadership position. So the fact that you are doing this really as inspirational to show students that the sky's the limit when they come to Aberdeen. So Definitely. thank you again for being on the podcast with us because this is fascinating. Thank you, Emily. I always like to say that um, if anything has taught anybody any lesson is that anyone can achieve anything they put their mind to. I'm Nigerian, but that didn't stop me from achieving or have achieved. I have a great job in the community and I'm not rector of this great university. And I'm also um, involved with other businesses, you know. So why not come study here? Why go anywhere else? Come to an environment where, you know, you're supported. And I can proudly say in all the universities in the UK, University of Aberdeen is the most open. And our students can say that you come here, you feel at home, you're not judged. And Scottish people are very friendly too, you know. So yeah, why not? You know, students can come here and they can achieve anything they want to be. They are not limited or um, they are not restricted based on where they come from at all. It's their skill set that speaks for them. And I'm a testimony to that. That's great, Martina. So I've been wondering, are you the first woman to occupy this position? And then not just that, are you the first African to occupy this position as rectorship in Aberdeen? Um, I'm not the first woman because our previous rector was a lady, actually, but I'm the first black person and the first Nigerian ever to hold this position. Oh, so that's great. That's I'm sure that um, prospectives... Also, yes. <laughs> but that also goes on to tell you that the University of Aberdeen is very open to anyone being in any position. So, yeah. That's great. I'm so um, I'm impressed. You know that um, you know based on what you've told us, your journey so far. I'm sure it's because of the hard work you've put in. You know the charitable work as well that has brought you this far. So um, it's a good one for prospective students, you know, including myself. You know to know that really the sky is our limit. So really great. Congratulations. Beyond my starting point. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's my starting point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, thank you so much, Blessing. Yes, indeed, um, Aberdeen is a great place to study and to live. And like I said, Aberdeen is home to me. And the University of Aberdeen is a great place to study. So everyone is welcome to come, learn, and grow. Martina, what would you say if we kind of circle back around to the early days of when you arrived in Aberdeen? Do you remember what kind of struck you most about our city and the people? 
first thing was the taxi I used from the airport. When I asked him, I said, what do you think of Aberdeen? He looked at me in a very strong Scottish accent. He said, oh, Aberdeen is lovely. You know, and I said, okay, uh, what do you mean lovely? He said, we have great institutions. The University of Aberdeen is a great place to study. And are you a student? I said, yes. So you came to the right place. And I was like, okay. And what else? He said, there are so many industries. Aberdeen is the oil capital of Europe. So which means when you graduate, chances are you'll find a good job, you know, and make a career. So, and then, you know, so he really, really bought me over. Like the first person I ever spoke with entering Aberdeen was all positive and telling me anything I could do within the community. And when I came in, really, I saw the granite. It's beautiful, you know, and and to say I love the weather because I'm asthmatic. You love the weather. This is I great. Do. Please, please elaborate further on this one. <laughs> yeah, because I'm asthmatic and being in Africa is dusty and humid, but Aberdeen weather is fresh, is cool, you know, is not dusty. So I breathe better. So it worked really well for me. So yes, yeah. Amazing. That's an interesting one, Martina, because most people from Nigeria would complain that um, Aberdeen is really cold. So um, to hear you know, something different from you, I think that's a good one for prospective students to also um, take home with. So that's good. Yeah, it's lovely. It's lovely. And we have our summer is mostly like you're in Nigeria. It's very hot, so I don't see why not a few months that is a bit chilly. It's good for me anyway, for my airways. So yes, I love it. <laughs> yeah. So um how long have you lived in Aberdeen for? Like how many years? Um have been here fourteen years. Oh wow. Wow, that's a long time. And do you have like a real community around you now? Like have you got a mix of Aberdonian friends and international friends and a West African community? Or how does it work for yourself? Oh, yes. I have a wide network of friends. So I have my friends from Aberdeen, from Elgin, up until Avimore, which is in Venice, the Highlands. And I've got Nigerian friends. And, and I belong to um, a Nigerian community called the ICA, as an Igbo community in Aberdeen. Yeah, and I do have other friends from Ghana and other parts of the world, American Canada. So... I'm quite um, community focused, you can tell, and I belong to a lot of um, community groups and associations. So, and that's what keeps us going. <laughs> yeah. Do you see yourself living anywhere else outside Aberdeen? No. Oh. No. No. Oh, oh. no. Okay. No, you really no. love the city. No. That's great. I love Aberdeen. Oh wow. Nice. Yeah, I I'm love. I'm so glad. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't see myself living anywhere else. You know, I I tell you a joke. Um, last year I went to Nigeria to visit my family, and I have a colleague. So, um, he was a interim chief executive when I was on maternity at Asman Allergy Foundation. So, and he was the former Lord Provost of Aberdeen. So I went, and he sent me a message to say, "When are you coming back home?" You know, and then my mom happened to see the message and he said, what does it mean? When are you coming back home? I said, that's because Aberdeen is home to me and, and I'm just visiting. And she went, 
I don't think I like him. I said, well, you don't have a choice. <laughs> He's saying the truth. <laughs> so, That's yes, so funny. I, can, I can't live anywhere else. I love Aberdeen. I love Aberdeen. Aberdeen is home to me any day. And your rector position, how long does that last? Um, it's for three years. So I started on the 1st of January and I'll finish in December 2024. Okay, Can it be extended? So we've got you on board for a while. I'm delighted about yeah. this. Yes. So I was wondering, can, can I just finish one tenor? Okay. Can I finish a tenor before you ask for extension? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want second term. Thank you. Bless you. Uh, oh, you sound great already. So, I have to give you know. someone else the opportunity. But can you be reelected? you know, later on in the future? Does that happen? Yes, you Yes, of course, you can be re-elected, but I wouldn't want to do that because I believe in letting people have opportunity to learn new things and also grow. So I would rather support somebody else to come into the position. And if it's another African, I'll be delighted to support them. Mm, that's great. Thank you. So um, outside work, what are some of the activities you enjoy doing in Aberdeen? I'm a mom. And I'm a wife, so which means um, I have um, a social calendar of my kids that I manage as well. So, <laughs> and I love the scenery. You know, Scotland is one of the best places to visit, even on tourism. You know, we have beautiful <laughs> hills, um, Benny Hill. Although I don't like hiking much, my husband drags me. Um, I love driving and you know we have beautiful scenery so I love going to the um, the cane gums you know to do um, I like wait you like play. shooting clay like this is bike. awesome so, <laughs> that's so good yeah 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 <laughs> yeah and I like um, quad bike as well so good I go for to you Martina to do that, so. yeah. more, that's more than me <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah, and um, I like visiting friends, you know, always being there for them. And if COVID has taught us anything, a sense of community is very important. So I like going to see friends just to check in on them and see how they're doing. And also for a lot of um, Nigerian students, women that are here and they give bread, they don't have family. So I always step in to support the best I can so that they know that oh, that's lovely. Themselves. So yeah. That's really I nice. Love that as well. Yeah. That's really lovely. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so what advice would yeah, you give so. to prospective um, students? What advice would you give to prospective students from Nigeria, from Africa who are looking to come study at the University of Aberdeen? The university is a great place to study. It's a great institution, not because I studied here, but it's one of the best in the world and one of the best in the whole of UK. So coming here is a privilege, I would say, and that no student should take it lightly because you have so much to learn and so much to, to do and so much to um, help towards whatever career you plan for yourself. And apart from the university, Aberdeen is a great place. It's a great community and it's very safe, I would say, you know, as a student, I used to walk from the library to my home 4 a.m., 1 a.m., and never a day was I attacked or felt threatened. 
you know so if you're safe where you study and where you live then you have it all so why not great university great environment very very welcoming and friendly people scottish people are lovely so i would say just come and you never know what you could make maybe you could be the next rector that's amazing martina yeah, yeah that's that's good so do you yes so one one last question from me do you get to visit the african shops in aberdeen or you get your food stuff shipped from nigeria <laughs> Uh, I do get my food stuff from home, but we do have a lot of African shops to buy anything. You know, I always say home away from home, so you're not going to miss Nigerian food. You have it here. So, yeah, even up to what um, there's gari, there's yam, there's plantain, there's everything. So, there's yes, palm oil. don't think because of the food. Come to Aberdeen. Mm. Yeah, of course. There's palm oil. Yeah. So, anything you're looking for, don't think you're going to come and starve because you don't want to eat Scottish food. And even the food habit in Scotland is just the basic things people eat in Nigeria rice, potato, pasta, you know. So, yeah, the food is great and it's always, and it's cheaper actually because here we've overcome food. So, food is not a problem. Mm, that's good so it's an affordable an affordable city to live in and to study absolutely that's amazing martina honestly i've thoroughly enjoyed our podcast session today and i'm really hoping that when blessing comes um to visit that we can all get together and that i can also have some jollof rice please with you guys because i would love i'd love to meet you in person as well (laughs) total fangirling right here yes yes i'll be um (laughs) <laughs> I'll be so looking forward to that. So blessing. Um please ping me an email. Yeah, Thank so you. that we'll keep in touch. Yeah, right, and I very that. much look forward to welcoming. Yeah, and maybe Aberdeen. perhaps as well for okay, students listening that. that we could maybe organize an event as well for Martina to meet our new Nigerian Guinean students when they arrive on campus, if that allows. So just on yeah. Of course. Um I Nikki offered me a lifeline when I needed to come to Aberdeen. So even if there are students coming and they think, you know, oh, how do I get there? How from the airport? My email is rector at abdn.ac.uk. Email me. I don't mind. I yeah, my arms are always open, so I can be there your first point of. Call. Wonderful. Thank you again, Martina. It's been lovely talking to you today. <laughs> You're welcome, Emily. Yeah. <clears throat> Thanks, Martina, for sharing your experience and for being part of our West African series <laughs> podcast. Thank you so much, Ron. I'm very pleased to spend this afternoon with you. And if there's anything else you need, Super. you can shout. Thank you, Martina. Have a lovely day. <laughs> Thank you, Blessing. And Emily and Ron, take care. <laughs>